Welcome back, everyone, to No Lies with Mr. Blake Steven and Jamie Lilly coming in hot, right in your ears. It is I. To tell some stories and talk about some bullshit. Yeah. Um, well, today is fucking President's Day. It is indeed. Jesus. Wow. February 18th. Yeah, I honestly don't even know. See, this is the thing that I have noticed about, um, well, like through me traveling or whatever, and then also like our relationship, is I realize how many bullshit holidays America has. Yeah, that is that is the thing I've actually noticed since I've been here. You guys have fucking <laughs> holidays for, for no apparent reason. Um, right. And they're always the same. Everyone just gets a day off parties and then goes back to work on the Tuesday. Right. Um, like or, the real difference between like Veterans Day, Memorial Day, and Labor Day. I don't really know. What is, pres- what is President's Day for? I'm assuming to honor presidents. I don't know. I don't really know what right. happened on. Like of all like, you know, the government holiday. It's like President's Day. What, what are we, what are we doing? It's a little here? vague. Right. It's a little vague for a full... What's the difference between the holidays? Federal holiday means that people got the day off? See, like, I understand the concept of, like, Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand the point of Labor Day. What is that celebrating? I honestly have no clue. Because labor is just work, isn't it? It's a it's a day celebrating no, I, work that I, gives I you the day off work? Maybe so. Um, I mean, luckily we have Google. Hey, Siri, what's the point of Labor Day? Give it to me good. Here's what I found on the web for what's the point of Labor Day. Amazing. Um, have we forgotten the true meaning of Labor Day? Literally the second hit on theconservatism.com. <laughs> have we forgotten the true meaning? Well, clearly, because we well, had to look we it didn't, up. We haven't forgotten it. We've just never known it. Labor Day is the U.S. national holiday. It's all held on the first Monday of every September. Right. Unlike most U.S. holidays, it is a strange celebration without rituals, exceptions for shopping and barbecuing. For most people, it simply marks the last weekend of summer and the start of a school year. So that is nothing. Et cetera, et cetera, it's, it's nothing. Bullshit. It's nothing. It's nothing. Right. It's literally nothing. That's so thing. just like one nutshell. Okay. The first Labor Day occurred in 1882 in New York City under the direction of the city's Central Labor Union. So right. basically, some it's like they just want a day off. Day off, yeah. They want a day off. You guys have so many. Well, Trump really is taking advantage of that right now. It's so fun. I actually, so I remember. See, this is the thing when you grow up like in a very Christian Republican home in America. Yeah. If you are a Democrat, like you might as well, like honestly, I feel like Democrats and Satanists were like on the same plane. Right. Okay. And. So I remember during like um, I don't really remember Clinton as a kid, but I remember when Obama got elected, we legitimately had like a panic attack. Like like everyone I knew, like in church, like it was the whole church. It seemed it was like oh, the Antichrist just walked into office. Legitimately, okay, it was. Was weird. it because of the color of his skin at two? Was no, that did that make it weirder? It was. It was no. Honestly, I feel like this skin color was never an, a, like a problem. It was mainly the fact that, like, he had such progressive views and right. they all, and like conspiracy theory, Fox right. News yeah. vibes. It was like, he's yeah. in bed with George Soros. They're going to kill us. They're all socialists. That, that's, that's the thing. They always go to that one that one line. Oh, <laughs> always. No, but, anyways, I remember, like, I remember my parents used to bitch all the time about, um, oh my God, can you believe Obama is taking another week to go play golf? 
And I'm like, and I, and to be fair, I understand why, because I swear to God, it's all Fox News would talk about. So that's all they yeah, heard. Yeah. And then I saw a thing today and it was like, oh, the Trump golf days. Oh my oh, God. I've seen it's that three times. Of yeah. What, it's almost three times. It was like two and a half times what Obama's was. Hey, and Obama went 66 fucking bro. 166 days. Hey, he's golfed. Obama had eight years, like, eight two years. years. He's already like, bye. It's it's wild. I'm honestly, but it's not a problem anymore. Well, suddenly golf isn't a problem anymore. Oh my god, I know. Have you been following this Howard Schultz shit though? He's having a fucking her- horrendous day, dude. Oh, oh, thank God though. We don't need him running for president. No, no, no. We don't. Have, also, not as an Jesus independent Christ. too. That's every interview I saw of him. It was like oh. he didn't have a PR before going into these interviews. One hundred. He had the worst one-liners. One hundred percent. I, oh my god, the video I sent, the, I, I had the day, I, I, I watched it, and I'm like, this dude is, is, has no balls. He has no BDE. My friend was all like, oh, this, but I'm like, no, if you, if this guy does not have big dick energy, America will not vote for him. Yeah. Trump has big dick energy. Eh, there's not much behind it. Yeah. I mean, but they bulldoze. For Obama sure. had like strong big dick energy. Yeah. Like, different vibe. The, the first moment yeah. you saw, like you saw Obama in the lineup of like you know like the sixteen candidates or whatever, it was like that motherfucker right there is gonna win. Yeah, you just, yeah, he just talks so damn smooth. You're like, I believe anything he says. Oh man, he was he was a smooth talker. God, yeah. And that guy today was the opposite of that. On every oh interview, every interview I saw of him, his closing little like I remember when the, you know they're close. Thank you so much for coming, blah blah. And like he turns to the camera and says one little line. It was such a weak ass line. I don't. Remember, it was so bad that I don't remember what it was. And I was just like, ooh ooh. Yeah. It was like watching a comedian that like missed the punchline. You're like, yeah. Oh god, I felt that pain. Like oof, that was awkward. So I, I think within five days he launched and also destroyed his own presidential bid. I mean, it's Unless, not like he's got much competition at this point, and that's to me what the scary part is. For sure, for sure. And I'm, you know, the only real fucking candidate they have is like Joe Biden, which I mean, he's had a great run as um, congressman, right, or senator. I'm whatever. He's had a great run. Yeah. He's been, a, he's very but, been very effective over vice his president career. eight years, right? Yeah. But like in his vice president years, I'm like, all I know of Joe is just like. Mean Joe. Is that he's a good guy? Is he's he's a good guy? He does funny stuff. He's like a he's like the cool uncle. Yeah, but you don't know what the cool uncle does for a living. Yeah, you, it's, really you know, know it's the cool uncle, but you don't want that cool uncle still, to be your dad. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. Like, <laughs> like he's like the yeah. cool uncle that got divorced, and you're like, yeah. Mm, there's some stuff we don't know about. There's some stuff we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like truly though, that's yeah. honestly how I feel about it. But the more, like, I swear to God, every day, it, none of it feels real. I'll just say that. Like, it really, still, when I watch the TV and I, yeah. and I or, like, I turn on the news with my phone or whatever, and you see some, pre- like, Trump headline, you're just like, it just doesn't really honestly feel real. Yeah. It's still, it's like, it never. And there were, yeah, there was nothing, never, there was nothing like it before it either. Like, every day there's, every day there's things I read that I never thought I would read. or right. Or something has happened that would be the biggest news story in the last like administration. Trump it has Trump has like four seems, of them every day. This feels like honestly this feels like scandal in like season 4 and you're like oh my god the show won't fucking end. Yeah. Like first 3 seasons vibe. 
this is dragging on and it's like yeah. never ending it's, and it's, it's surreal it's, there's no real it yeah. is it's it's surreal and it's not real at the same yeah. time you're just like this please no this is really every time i see him on tv i'm like oh god he really still is the president yeah what was so, it like that's to a be? Well, what, what, I, I was would have been here. I was here on the on election what, day. Do, what was it like for you to experience the first speech that he gave when he came down the elevator? That came down the escalator in Trump Tower and then did that speech in Trump yes. Tower and, and he was like, "I'm running for president," and he was just saying all this bullshit. Yeah, um, I mean, I found it funny. Oh my god, I thought it was I thought this what I thought this was. I thought it was a joke. In in my head, I'm like, maybe this is what America needs to have a laugh. Like not not for a presidency, but like just to like laugh at someone for like a good eighteen months, and then we'll figure out what's happening after that. I thought it was gonna be a funny time, right? And I, I, I never maybe this was a whole liberal thing. Never took it that seriously until later on. It got until you became like top three candidate and whatever, and then you start like taking it seriously. Oh fuck! <laughs> but I was like, oh, these people can't vote for him. He has said enough shit, surely, and then. It was like a self denial, and the night it happened, like the night of the election, I was like, "Oh, oh my, yeah, no, oh we, man, we were all kind oh. of shocked by that." Oh like, man, oh, I'm like, "Tomorrow is a weird ass day," and it, it was felt a weird, very day. stale in the air. I was like, "Yeah, this is not." I mean, we're both in LA, first of all, just to, uh, yeah, I was in San Francisco. Oh day. well, yeah, and it, oh, you talk about goddamn. Depression, the Great Depression. It was the second depression in that city. <laughs> Everyone was just like, oh. "What did we just do?" Yeah. And it was all. It was kind of weird though, being in San Francisco during that time because there there were so many conversations about we are living in a bubble. Like it was as I think as the Bay Area as I was living there, everyone kind of had to face that reality. Was yeah, yeah. We are living. In a very very small big bubble, and it's so, like a different version of reality. Yeah, like, and I, it was weird going through that, like having growing up in the South and understanding that mentality and that yeah. culture. Yeah, and then coming here and then being like in liberal America and being like, oh yeah, no, this this makes sense. Sure. And then seeing the difference, it was like, oh my god, Facebook was just a battle zone. It was war. Yeah. Everyone became political experts. Overnight. Oh, oh my god, yeah. I remember when I, I remember when like I say I came out. I remember when I came out and told my family that I was a Bernie supporter. First of all, I didn't know where you're going with that. And the fact that that was for a Bernie supporter was not right. what I was expecting. But I okay. felt it honestly felt like coming out of the closet. That's really. amazing. It was. I was like, yeah. I remember seeing my grandmother. What was the location? What was the timing and location? We of this? were at the Westin Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Amazing spot. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin was getting married. Is this 2016, the year of the election, or was this um, like before that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. This would have been like the the year of the election. Okay, so 2016. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 probably around the time. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, no, I've really been listening to Bernie and like listening to his policy, and I really like what this guy is saying. And like when you look at his voting record, he's been on the right side of history. On every single thing he's yeah. been a part of. Yeah. So logically, this is a no fucking brainer for me. You've got this one bitch who's got more scandal than OJ Simpson, and you got this other guy who is a reality TV star. 
who just said you fired over and over. Yeah. And that somehow qualifies him to run the goddamn <laughs> office. And then you got this old dude that sure looks like he's about to pass over and die any minute. Yeah. But like, he's got the most integrity. For sure. And he's the most qualified. Now, I remember I remember the moment. This is how I interpreted it because I felt it was so drunk. They were just like, oh, he is a socialist. And I was all like, you, know, sure. yeah. you know, in all fairness, in all fairness, have you all ever been to a socialist country? And they're like, well, yeah, well, you know, whatever. It's like and I was t- like, well, I just went to one. Yeah. Went over to fucking Stockholm and Oslo and Copenhagen. And I'm not going to lie. Vibe. These places got yeah. their shit together. Yeah. I was it's, like, it's, uh, like a, it's like a taboo word here, though. Like it's, I mean, it's a Fox News word. Like they use so- socialists to describe people on Fox News all the time. Well, it's like, like what is it? What's the connotation of it here? It's purely Russia, like that kind of Russia, China. Is that why? Oh, it's so, yeah, yeah. Like my that, grandmother, she brought up like the you know the. But Soviet that's why Union that's why it's such a weird word. All of that stuff, right? Well, because she also lived and saw some of that. So you know, like logically, I'm okay, 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 whatever. And I was just like, well, I was like, you know, there's different degrees of socialism. We can just start there if we want yeah, to have this conversation yeah, for sure. And then they were just like, well, you realize he's going to take all of our damn taxes. And then I was like, I don't think we, on a very basic fundamental level, have experienced the same world. Have uh-huh. you driven around L.A., Dad? Like, these roads are shit. Like, mm-hmm. horrible. Potholes everywhere. Yep. In Stockholm, this shit was, like, licked in gold. Like, it was yeah. just, like, everything's clean, it's beautiful, and it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. This is, their infrastructure is... It's like a Disneyland, kind of. Everything yes. is clean, everything oh my is God, the airport, in order. The yeah. trains, the, there's no shit on the, the subways yeah. they're clean yeah you never really saw homeless people mm-hmm. i was like um yeah this just seems kind of like a yeah, two plus two is four it makes sense we should try it yeah no 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 no, no. that's no it doesn't it's kind that. of like i i realize a lot of people um i mean they're all middle class so it's kind of weird to even say this but they have like a lot of americans i feel like have like a poverty mentality where they're like this is the way it's always been and we're not going to change it because we're comfortable in it where it's like, no, okay. like, we can take a step up and have a better life. Yeah. And try something new. But no, no, no. People don't want to change. I feel like people genuinely don't want to change. Especially in the South. They do the really? same thing over and over and over. Oh, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. like comfortable? Is oh that is that God. with that how you describe it? They do the same thing every single day, day in and day out. Right. And then, and when I say like day in and day out, like, that was the, that was the, growing up in California, you you don't see it as much because there's just so many people moving in and out of the state. Mm-hmm. So you're always being exposed to like people that are just like short term thinkers. And then like in the south, when I moved to like Baton Rouge, you would have you'd go to like Mardi Gras and you would see like a grandmother, her daughter, and then a granddaughter all like partying together, having a thing. And what that really was representing is like mm-hmm. there's three generations in the same city that are going to the same high school, the same college, the same everything. And so there's just like this deep roots of where they're from they won't move i remember there was friends i went to high school with and they're like i'll never move away because all my family's here Oof. i'm like what the that's fuck that is this? that was like my prime reason for moving away because my family would not be there <laughs> <laughs> no you're for real though. you know what i mean what it, same it's like throwing yourself into, into like independence it's like it's nice to be like yeah i'm gonna go make i'm gonna do something for myself yeah prove to myself and then if i want to come back i'll figure it out later yeah and so it's it's kind of funny because it's it's interesting to watch politics because there's just two there's so many different countries in this one country mm-hmm. 
and I don't feel like logically we should be treated you could equally. say it's 50 different countries really I wonder, right you know i mean that's where i look at europe and i'm like no the fact that these are all different countries is a good thing yeah, like for sure people are different people have different needs mm-hmm. let's just respect that and let them live in their thing yeah. if you don't want to change don't change mm-hmm. but don't piss on us that do want to evolve as human beings for sure yeah you know mm-hmm. it's a very weird country yeah i feel I honestly feel that if if LA, LA or New York didn't exist, I would not want to move here. Yeah, maybe San, maybe add San Francisco to that list. Those three cities. I feel I like San know. Francisco is like the silent big city in America. That's not really big, but yeah, it's also so isolated. Like America is really known just for LA and New York. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, L.A., New York, maybe Miami. Actually, Miami's very well known. See, this is the thing about what's weird about America is, is it's almost not about like talent or truth or what's right anymore. It's about popularity. It's about narrative. It's I'd like, say that yeah, it's definitely swung all that way. Like oh, ta- yeah. talent has such little hold to people. There's talented people everywhere. It doesn't really right. reflect success anymore. Sadly, sadly, because of the internet. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think so. Many, so many more people have access to it. It dilutes it down a little bit. Like if you want to be a, a musician, it's pretty cheap to get a mic and like to do so what we're doing. You can do what we're doing. We just yeah. and that means that, that makes it available to everybody. And there's lots of talented people you just who don't make it. So you need to have like a sell. You have a, your USP. What's like your unique selling point? And for most people, it's not a... Look at this guy. Read a couple books in my yeah. day, bro. Read a couple yeah, books. Yeah, he's got the USP. Got the USP. You know what that means? You should have seen the look I gave him when I said that, too. <laughs> Lack of confidence. Um, yeah, like, you just have to... You have, your talent is never enough anymore. Like, you have to have something that is different about you. And, and talent's also a weird word these days. It's like, what does talent even fucking mean? Because, like, you look at someone like bad baby and you're like okay there's some there's got to be somewhat talent in someone like her or kim kardashian because like they legitimately turn nothing into something that's something to measure mm-hmm. okay but like when you really talk about talent yeah on like a muhammad ali and serena williams and like you know even going to musicians going to, yeah oh yeah for sure you're like what is talent these people are like talent is you could say talent is uh, is turning well, in whatever field you're in, talent is turning it to like the max. Like being able, to, even just being able to turn like a, something small into something big is a talent. Right. But also being able to play the piano like Elton John's talent, and also being able Unreal to r- also being able to run like a trillion dollar company is also talent. For sure. I feel like talent just means being able to like not master something, but I mean, yeah, you could say master something. Like if you can, yeah. like like her, if she's taking the doctor, the, the doctor Phil moment, which would be the low point for most people's lives, right? And it she not, took now a sound bite and turned it into turned it into millions of followers. Yeah, I mean, it's millions of dollars. Uh huh. But no one in in American history, as far as I've known, at least, has ever turned a doctor Phil sound bite into a, mm. an empire. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. Very similar to Kim Kardashian. Right. Well, her turn. mom turning it in from from a from a sex tape to 
now having like everything from like clothing lines to makeup lines to TV show to. So what was it like in the UK? Do you have like, is this celebrity culture there? Yeah, um, there's definitely a celebrity culture. I'd say the thing with being, I mean, this is a UK thing and also just Europe in general is we're fascinated with America from afar. Mm-hmm. So every cele- if you're famous in America, you're kind of automatically famous in the UK. Sure. And if you come to the UK from America, it's like, holy shit, this person's traveled here. We have like the shitty ass celebrities in the UK. Like it's embarrassing. Okay. It's like do you though? I mean like we we would not be able to have a Kardashian grow in the UK. No one gives a fuck that much. Right. The Kardashians were successful in America and therefore successful in the UK, but there's no version of that. Of something from nothing like that. There's no figure there's no UK figure that's like, oh they turned something into nothing. Or, or turned a bad moment into something. That doesn't exist. No. So if you fuck up in the UK it's like good day. Yeah, pretty much. It take it will take you a while to get back to come back. Is there that like that star power? Like if someone if you see someone famous, mm-hmm. uh, you know a U a UK celebrity on the street in London, are yeah. people like yeah can't breathe and yeah that's out? um like do, does the city center shut down because Kim I mean Kardashian yeah but that's but that's that's another thing if like if she came to the UK. She got thousands of people to come to whatever she was going to. Same with like Bieber. Mm-hmm. But a UK celebrity doesn't really do that. Maybe maybe One Direction would be the example. Would be like the the right. exception. Like that kind of that kind of standard's different. Like you have like to- soap stars, TV stars, movie stars. I mean, I used to live um, in Soho in London, and like lots of artists and like musicians and like like movie stars lived in there. I had a shitty like three hundred square foot studio apartment. It was horrendous, but um, oh, I lived in one of those. Yeah, um, so and celebrities kind of live their normal life there. They're not really, they're not really followed that much. But if an American celebrity comes over, then it's, then it just goes to the roof. Yeah, yeah, we are so self consumed here. But the fact that you are kind of makes you this from a distance, like oh, you must be important because you don't give a fuck about anything else. You must have cool shit. <laughs> Like, like yeah. whoever's a pop star in America, outside of country singers, because Britain doesn't like, give a shit about country I mean, country it's singers. definitely how I feel, like, as a Californian. Like, oh, yeah. Every time I've left, yeah. I'm like, God, it's still not better than California. Yeah. Well, I say that about any yeah, any place on this planet. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, um, no, it's, uh, weather's better. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> like, even London, London, I was like, I remember just being like, oh, my God, I can't fucking wait. And it was like humid and shit. I was like, "Oh God, that's like, that was middle of summer." Fair. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. Just in my mind, I didn't expect. I mean, um, yeah. Obviously, it's on the Atlantic, so I should have figured. But I yeah, just like, London gets London gets very hot. It gets like eighty degrees, eighty-five degrees. Very wet is how I would describe. Humid. It. I mean, we also have the, the underground. And the, so you also, get the heat coming from. This like, is the thing I, I couldn't stand about the South, and that's how I felt in London. Is when you get out of the shower, you still feel wet after you dry off. See, this is the thing. Well, I, I, well, I for, can't stand that feeling. Did your place just not have any AC at all? And where you were staying right. in London? Well, it, yeah, I don't think it did. And it was just like, this is off. This is awful. 
Yeah, I've like, no, I've, no, I've never experienced it to the point where I got out of a shower and and felt like yeah, I'm yeah, getting drenched. Yeah, it's because like the humidity is already in the air, so it just kind of keeps your body. Mm. Whereas like in like in Cal in LA, yeah, I can remember that in Dubai. Dry actually, off and get yeah, dry. Dubai is the same. Where you just you leave your you take one step outside and then you're you're like your t-shirts like stuck to your body. Mm. Is that a kind Mm-mm. of like? Mm. Yeah, no, that's uh, not my vibe. Nah, that's nobody's vibe. Oh, you want to go to Dubai? I'm like, mm, for yeah, like a day. I'll go yeah, there for like, like 18 um, hours. Yeah, I'm done for that. I'll have a night and then leave the next day. Yeah, it was like someone looked at me the other day. Who the fuck was it? They're like, oh, you should. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a house. Like, oh, you should buy a house in like Arizona. It's cheap there. What the fuck am I going to do in Arizona? Yeah. It's 125 there in the summer. Like that. I'm never going to go there. I remember, I'm not even joking to you. I remember the oh, my only experience with Arizona. I went to the Grand Canyon though, but I was in the airport. Isn't that Nevada or is or is it, or is the Grand Canyon uh, in between on the border? Fuck. Flagstaff. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's like Arizona. forty. It's like forty-five minutes. Flagstaff, outside. Nevada, or Flagstaff, Arizona. I think it's Arizona. Okay, because I remember taking. I went there from Vegas. Vegas is obviously Nevada. Is it that far away? Where is the Grand Canyon? Okay, here's Grand Canyon Village. Bitch, that is not even... Oh, fuck. Siri is a real buzzkill at all times. Honestly, where is the Grand Canyon located? Here's Grand Canyon Village. You know Bro, what? it is embarrassing, man. It's so bad. The struggle is real. Let's ask Alexa, where's the Grand Canyon? The Grand Canyon is in Arizona. Oh, you know, right. okay. Uh, that is a perfect example of the problem between Siri and Alexa. We want to know something Jeff Bezos better get that thing working because he's about to lose some money. <laughs> <laughs> you better get Alexa working better than Siri because... Mm. Yeah. Ooh, that oh. divorce. You talk about politics in this motherfucker. I love this shit. Mm. This story has given me life since day one. That story... That story... Um, the evolution of that story in about four days went from them just having a divorce to him having... It went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, him having quick. a mistress, and on the fourth day, it was like the sex where he just called her a live girl. We got dick pics. Oh we my god! We got text messages. Yeah, yeah. We got video cameras. It was like, oh shit! Oh, We're like, man. damn, this went from classy to trashy real quick. And meanwhile, the you know soon to be ex wife is not like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't forget who was paying your bills, bitch, when you was yeah. launching this company. Yep. Oh god. Oh. That bitch is set. Set. She's honestly and deserves every she deserves every fucking dollar of that shit right. too. Imagine if someone just put sixty nine billion dollars in your bank account. What's the first thing you do? Jack off. Good. A post not thought is always yeah, better she, than a pre not thought. No, no, you always, can't spend money on, on no, pre not no, thought. No, 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 no. You make horrendous decisions. Oh, horrible decisions. You need a sobering moment. Right. Yeah. Post not thoughts are like all right. Let's get down to the facts here. Yeah. What is the right strategy to move forward? <laughs> God, you do some stupid shit. So basically, your first move doesn't matter that much because it's going to be so little of your entire fortune. But what would be your first thing? I would figure out, like, what, it depends on what time of the year. Like, whoever was around me, I'd be like, I'd call four of my closest friends and be like, fuck whatever you're doing right now. Meet me at the Santa Monica airport. We are leaving on a private jet. Like, let's go. Like, we're out of here. Vibe, 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 vibe. We're just gonna go. We just gotta go. go. We gotta go to some city on a rooftop and just get fucked up. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the jacking off part. Like, you gotta get like you gotta get the that. first party out yeah. the way. You're like, all right, all right. Yeah, we're good. Except the problem is, it's like with sixty-seven billion, you never have to think about money. Yeah, there's almost there's almost no point. 
when you're at 67 there's billion. No, there's no possible way for you to spend that money. Yeah. You could spend a million dollars a single every single day. Fuck. You could do that for, so three years would be a billion. And then it's, so basically you could spend a million dollars a day for the rest of your life and you'd still have about 30 billion left. I would be a goddamn hero. I would go oh, bro. Oh, books. my God. Do you know how people I would save? Oh, my God. I'm fucking in world hunger. And I'd be like, like no one else. I'm posting that thought. I'm going out in the history books as the best divorce in history. There you go. And I'm a goddamn hero. Yeah. I, they would, I would bury his ass. I would bury. Oh, not yeah. even out of spite. Just because I could. Yeah. And it would yeah. be this yeah. like mutual like, mm-hmm. you are always going to be that guy that cheated on his wife. With a bitch who has no lips and plastic surgery head to toe. So I'm going to go be a philanthropist. I, feel, and I think I remembered when, um, when this came out. I remember, I think I texted you saying that no nut is worth $69 billion. <laughs> bro, bro, can you just wrap your head around that like, concept? That is so, that, that's ridiculous. That a $70 billion nut. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting behavior. <laughs> that is against every business principle he ever had. Right, one hundred percent. That's was, the it big, was, yeah. It's it, honestly this whole thing. I was like, damn, I really just lost all respect for you. Yeah, I understand the concept of cheating mm. if they're better looking. Okay, logically, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you see, and you're like, you know, you see someone, you're like, oh, it make yeah, it, 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 it almost it. when you think about it, it makes sense. Like, right. okay, they made a bad decision, but when they're like, ugly, it's like, yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like your wife's solid, you got kids, bro. This ain't the one mm. to do a seventy billion dollar nut on. It's not it. No, I feel I I wonder about his future at that company. Because this is a very big crisis of, like, a personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I also wonder whether that divorce settlement, like, does he have to, like, give her some of that company? He owes her that entire company. Yeah. Because it was based, because she had made the statement, or in the claim, that she, he was not working when he was getting off the ground, and her income was the one that was providing mm-hmm. for the whole household. Yeah. That's a lot of equity right there. Yeah. I mean, essentially, like... She was in because he might he might have to sell some of his own shares to to pay for the divorce settlement. Is what I was reading. It about. honestly gets it really to so me that lowers his to, that lowers his percentage of stake in the company when he does that. So he could just become out of power in that in, in this his is own the company. Fucking crazy thing about this, okay, is you if you plan on being successful and you get married. This is honestly the reality that I took away from the situation was. If you get in a marriage with no prenup and you plan on being a successful person, yeah, you better think twice. Because if you become too successful, you will never be able to get rid of them, regardless of how bad things were. And that's yeah. where I look at their situation and go, it doesn't matter what the fuck he did, what happened. They're literally bound together for life at this point. You're mm-hmm. never gonna get rid of them. Sixteen percent of Amazon was it sixteen point four? Something like that, yeah. He can't let her walk off. He needs that fucking power. He mm-hmm. needs he needs to control that much. Yeah. So he can't lose any more equity at the table. So you're like, okay, um, 
even if he wanted to be conservative and say, you know, we'll settle. I'll give her like three billion dollars. I mean, obviously that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But still, she ain't going anywhere. So you ain't getting no prenup. That is bound for life. That's a seventy dollar nut. That's never going away. Seventy dollars, seven bi- seventy seven, billion. That's what I said. Seventy billion nut. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I. Uh, I Honestly, wonder, be a I, great day for me. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, to get the seventy billion. But like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if he was ever going to become or try and run for president. Well, because we um, all know, we all know, definitely we, screwed that one up. We all know, like Zuckerberg wanted to be president, and obviously his last three years have been. Here's a real. Here's a conspiracy. Okay, I'm in. What if oh, no. there is a House of Cards like scandal, cover up, smear campaign, whatever you want to call it, against tech CEOs that would want to run for president? Or they would they had hints that they would run for president. You look at Mark, he's clearly this is all bullshit, but I'm just playing along with this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. This is this is conspiracy you theory. Look corner. at Mark, he was making strategic moves around mm. um 2014 and 2015. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was doing yep. things that was like, okay, this guy's trying he's this guy's leading up to run for president. No questions asked. Yeah. And Jeff, I mean he's a short guy, but you know, he could probably do it. And then you mean a literally short guy? Yeah, I don't know. Jeff Bezos is not. Alexa, how tall is Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos is five feet eight inches tall. Okay, yeah, like That's sobering. Yeah, yeah. Well, it really has been I, a bad I think year. every president they've all been over six foot or something. Yeah. I mean, I think Nixon was shorter than six foot. Um, majority. Okay. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not look into it too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not look too far. So, and, and you just you can't have this like little Elmer Fudd looking kid. Yeah, run for it. Just is that's a weird yeah. image, you know? Yeah. So you have Mark Zuckerberg. We don't. He just has a long list of bullshit over the last two three years. Yeah, it's so that kind of shot his chances for running. It's like a CVS receipt. He got yeah yeah he got buried yeah. And I just don't really see America voting for someone that can't keep his own family together. That's fucking news anchors and shit. So you're I mean, going to lose the family yeah, vote who's, in America, who's so pres- you're not going to Who's president? Yeah, I mean... He's oh also God. probably going to be de- running Democratic, too, so that would actually... They, they, that thing would become important at that time if you're, if you're running as a Democratic person. Like, I feel like... Right. Yeah. But I, he just wouldn't get the family vote in America, and that would yeah. not be enough for him to win. So, just out. Tim? Yeah, America's not ready for a gay president. Yes. They're, they're not. Yeah, wait okay. Until, wait until my parents die, and then it'll be fine. All right. I've honestly thought about it. I'm like, you know, when our parents' generation dies, like, mm, dude, God, this place is going to be lit as fuck. It's going to get so much better so fast. Oh, like... Y'all just give up, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let go and let God. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I don't know whether I'm like, do you feel like you have faith in the next generation of politics? Do I? Mm-hmm. The next generation as in us or the generation after us? Like the next generation. That, generation? that would be like what, Gen Z? No, Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z. Do I have faith in them to do what? To do better. Yeah. 
I don't think you can do much worse. <laughs> is how I would put that. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you got to start from the. There's only up yeah, here. we really are. It's a, it's a going up kind of situation. Right. Um. I would I, hope that we don't have another president that uses words in comparison to money like peanuts. Yeah. I was like peanuts, bro. Yeah. Peanuts. Yeah. This wall's gonna cost peanuts. I don't think that word was ever tweeted by a president before. Whoever, right? outside of like a really dumb mob movie in the sixties or something, like badly who, written. Yeah. Yeah. Who uses peanuts? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, I just want to get inside Melania's mind and like really know. Oh, the, do you know? Oh. Here's what I my thing about that will be. They're there at some point after he's done being president. They're going to get divorced, right? I don't think they're going to stay together for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I don't think so. Her, oh God, bro, that book, that book is going to be wild. Her book, because she's going to release one. My she's going to be called Melania, my story. Oh my God. Or the real Donald. Oh my God. And I will buy that shit. Oh my god, they'll write a damn HBO document. Oh, for sure, for sure. The tell-all. Like, those stories I'm so interested in. It was even just his story, just don't, basic Donald Trump stories, what it was like inside this White House where every fucking day something happens, some bullshit happens. Do they haven't had, like, a press briefing in over a month? Wow. That's... Like, that used to be, like, every fucking two days or every day. Like, how wild is that? So weird. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Like it's all about branding. It's just all about branding. That's all it is. That's what he, the election taught people. I think it didn't teach them that. It's just the people that understand the people like us that understand it. Yeah. Just see it for what it is. But mm-hmm. like my, I think if I, I honestly think that if you were to show my family the Netflix documentaries on Trump. They'd probably just say, oh, this is just a liberal smear campaign to yeah. tarnish him. Yeah. And you're like, no, wow. like, he legitimately has no businesses. Where does that mindset being that solid and that strong come from? Repetition. Just like, rec- like being told the same thing over yeah. and over again? Absolutely. Right. And there's it, no outside it's, it's honestly thought. the saddest truth having to deal with it because... right. To me, I have, I have, I have a lot of respect for Trump in the sense of understanding media and branding. I think he's truly a genius at it. Right now, he's obviously used it for terrible things. Yeah, you know. But when you watch these Netflix documentaries, you really see someone. You're like, he understands how to work the media. He understands, and that's basically it. He understands perception and narrative. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all it is. And the thing is, is. He's not dishonest. Well, this is the wild part. Because mm-hmm. you look at his whole, like the last 30 years, he laid out the whole plan from the very beginning in the media and in the press. Yeah. So it's funny to like, it's well, not funny. It's fascinating to watch it happen exactly how he said it was going to happen. Uh, if I ever get fucking bored, I'll run for president. Uh, if I ever run for president, I'll be a Republican because they're all fucking idiots. Uh, this is what I would say. I mean, it's all out there. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a secret. Right. So it's interesting to, you know, be relatives with these people. And you and then you begin to, their logic 
unfolds in front of you. Yeah. And you begin to realize this is not about facts anymore. This is about... Narrative? Narrative. Yeah. It's truly about narrative. Story. Well, it's painting a picture. And I mean, that, I mean... That kind of sums up religion. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. But it it was, it was... There, there was, and there's the thing that was fascinating to watch about it is there is a a covering up that happens with harsh reality. So a lot of my family, um, they didn't necessarily support Trump himself, but they were a huge supporter of Mike Pence. They love Mike Pence, right? And which was always fascinating for me to just watch this play out in mm-hmm. front of me because. Well, they don't really give a fuck about gays. So, like, they obviously were, you know, on yeah. the side of marriage between man and a woman. We're going to keep those rights forever. Yes, yes. You know, fuck the gays. So, that I wasn't, I understood. I was like, I get it. But then the, like, the women's oppression and all the things that he's done, just that's very anti-women in the sense. You're just like, but y'all don't have a problem with all of this stuff? Like, huh? And so... I assume like what they what they watch is that's never spoken it's about. It's like though. as long as there's religious freedom, they don't necessarily care about all the shit around it. Right. It's like religious freedom and abortion were the two are always the two uh issues. Issues. Yeah. And I just think it's funny. I'm like, yeah, you might save a million babies, but like bitch you're going to die anyway from climate how dif- change. How difficult is it to get an abortion like in Louisiana? That's no, not difficult. It's pretty I know Texas is like they only have one place to do it now. Um yeah, yeah, every state's different, but I knew in Louisiana, and I was like, I think everyone had an abortion oh, in high school. Okay. Right. Um, it was kind of just like a, th- a thing. Okay, cool. Um, and then I, I know I remember hearing stories about like, you could get like a school counselor to go with you, and like no one would know about it. Right. So I don't know if that's legal or what, but like I just remember hearing stories and shit like that. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I've always just the I I, under, I don't agree with abortion, me personally, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like. It's like my body, my choice. Like you should have the right to do whatever you want with your body. For sure. If you want to kill yourself, euthanasia because you're sick, by all means. Like, yeah. It's your body. Do what you want with it. It's a very Switzerland vibe. It's Switzerland. Yeah. I'm very Switzerland. I'm like, yo, yeah. that's your life. Yeah. I don't know you. Do I think, you. I think it, um, in the UK that's becoming a law. What, abortion? Uh, no, well, no, abortion. Abortion, you're, you can already do that. Like euthanasia, yeah. Yeah. Like you get like 80 years old having a shit ass life and he's like, ah, uh-huh. I just want to like take someone and chill and fall asleep. Right. But no, I'm down for that. But, oh, if, you know I, what I mean, just, like so if my great grandmother lived to be 110 years old. Oh God, it's too long. 100 fucking 10 years old. And I can't deal with people for 110 years. Oh, like that's I'm, I've been here for 20 years. Yeah, I'm, I'm 26 years old God. and I'm struggling. <laughs> Oh, dude, honestly, that was, like, the hardest thing for me to fathom in church growing up. Like, they'd be like, oh, my God, when we go to heaven, it's going to be forever. And I just remember I remember looking around, like, in, 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 like, Sunday morning service and being like, I hate half of these people. I don't want to fucking be that's with a them goddamn, forever. That's a goddamn nightmare. Nightmare. I don't want to be here with Betty from the fucking first. No, 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 Or no, no. they used to say, like, oh, you see, like, all your relatives and stuff. Like, we had Christmas and, like, two days of relatives and everyone wanted to fucking right. fight each other. And right. ha- And heaven is ha- is this for eternity? No, bitch. When I die, I want to die. Yeah. Just let me just go to sleep. That's Disappear, great. Disappear, go That's back fine. in the ground. Yeah, no worries. I'm oh, all for forever? that. Oh, forever? Nah, nah, nah. That's nah, hell. Nah, nah. 
No. I, I, I'm pretty sure everyone in my family voted for Trump. I think, I, think, I think a lot of Americans got in that booth and they choked. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to say that I, I agree a, or disagree with either side. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you are, you are looking at a ballot and you're like, these are two really shitty options. Like, mm-hmm. not that Hillary didn't have an incredible 30 years career. You know, yeah, she, she did, but there is there is a House of Cards like spirit about her that you know this bitch is corrupt. You know she's power hungry. You know she's gonna do what she needs to do, and so you're voting on that moral conscious with her. Yeah, you know? and then with Trump, it's it is literally the, the decision of if we vote for this man we are sending a bomb into the white house and do we really want to blow this thing up that was literally the yeah. mentality of everyone that i knew that voted for trump that was like we wanted to send a bomb into the white house and i was like jesus christ yeah um maybe you should think twice before it's a fucking nuclear bomb okay? yeah like yeah do you think about how the world is going to perceive us as oh a we can we can talk about that god it's it is not good <laughs> it is not good, man. So, post um, post Bush, um, like George Bush wasn't a great. What was the perception of Bush? A f- stupid person, stupid man, mm-hmm. who didn't know what he was doing. Um, like we we didn't see much domestic policy. We saw a lot of foreign policy. So it was oh. like. Um, the wars, like Afghanistan, like not Afghanistan to a degree, like that was understood. Like you were trying to find Bin Laden, fine. The Iraq War was very much like we had like protests everywhere about that war, and we got involved with it. Um, and then just the clips of him make doing dumb things hmm. would just go on like our comedy shows, political comedy shows. He was like the number one target for probably six and a half years until he like for the first year and a half like you know 9-11 and stuff it was like right he was like the, the commander of the country coming back you know against mm. like their aggressors um then the final six years he was just viewed as a bit of a joke i don't know what he was like here uh kind of the same i i really loved bush as a person i yeah. think he's a funny guy for sure um he just had really good boys, that good boy Southern, you know, kind of, uh, when you watch him on like an interview, you can really see his personality. He's yeah. a jokester. Like he's, he's kind of funny. He's had a great personality. Yes. But, um, it, it, I, I, it, as far as I remember, I don't really remember specifics all that well. I remember his first term. I felt like he was generally well loved. Like if you're like, oh yeah, I, I like Bush. Like for the first, his first term. Was like, oh, it was good, it was good vibes. That's how I felt because we're like, fuck yeah, we're gonna get Osama. And I feel I would, bed. I would say that was true, because you obviously had something horrendous happen. Sure. And then you launched into two separate wars, and it was right. like you were fighting. And he was back. a very like American. And it, yeah, it was yeah, like you were fight, yeah, you were fighting yeah, back. We against gonna go them. get them. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. And then it was around the the middle of his two terms that was when the switch happened, and it was like, yo, you losing your shit, dog. Yeah. You know, it's almost like someone who's been at work too many hours and you're like, you need to go home and sleep. You're saying some stupid shit at this point. Yeah. That was how I felt like. Right. Okay. 
At least for me, that was what I felt like. Sure. But I do remember, like, you know, SNL and everyone, and yeah, they had their Will, fun. I was like Will Farrell, wasn't it? Oh, Will. it was iconic. Yeah. Those were very iconic SNL skits yeah. with Bush. So, yeah. Um, then, then Obama came, and Obama is loved by every person around the world. Uh, except Republicans. No, no, no. I'm talking like, I'm talking, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm talking world viewpoint of America. Obama was like this. He did speeches in like Paris and Berlin and had tens of thousands of people like just go and listen to him talk. Mm. Hmm. Like he was like this. He was like a an, an actual American hero. Yeah. He was loved. Um, like he come, he come to London and people would queue up for like a full day just to see him go past in a car. Wow. And he was and he was bringing America's standing up to. Because of who he was and how people loved him, it was like America's back. America's not making dumb decisions anymore. Right. This was also like the financial crisis too. So he was like building America back up from like the like the building foundations. Right. Um, and then by the time he left, everyone loved him. Like, I mean, like I mean, I'm again talking viewpoint inward, like viewpoint in from the outside. The viewpoint just fell off a cliff. Yeah, I. It, and I will say, shit got dark the the second half of Obama's presidency. Mm-hmm. It, there was a shift in the wind that happened. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of the racial tension kind of came up in America, but I don't really know. I, I, I still haven't really ever put my finger on what the Republicans really hated that much. I mean, it was just like, they just looked at him as like so evil. I mean, let's not forget that there was, there was was a whole birther thing of him not being born here. Um, I think that's very much based upon his, the color of his skin. If he was a white guy from Hawaii. Well, I think I understand both sides of it. Like I understand like the petty. Yeah, no, I understand the pettiness of like, can we see your birth certificate? But at the same time, that was just something that shouldn't have taken that long. It should have been like something like when the, the first day you saw the headline, his administration was like, there's the goddamn thing. We're out. Shut I up. mean, for sure. And for I, sure. So I but that, I think that was a very strong signal of where America was going at that point. For sure. I'm not denying that. But I, I, I think, think it was like yeah. all around like it was such a petty thing to talk about. I mean, you could say it was mismanaged. They Horrible, should, on both yeah, sides. For it was sure. just like, and I And I think a lot of people, and that's why I say like, the people like me in America, like yeah. the kind of middle independent kind of vibe was just like, can someone just show the goddamn bear certificate and we get on with this conversation? Like, then we got other things to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And But they just love to drag it out. And I remember my family, I, I got sent articles, you know, conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. you know, copy images of the birth certificate, and this is why it's a fake. And... There just comes a point where you're just like, then doesn't that mean that? Ends? But then I think at that point it's like he could have shown that within the first twenty four hours, and it would still would have been people saying it was fake. Right. I don't really think there was a win for anyone. In yeah. That situation. It was just well. I mean, like, yeah, for sure. And that's the one thing I've always found just distasteful about yeah. America is we just pick stupid topics to just let them drag out. Mm-hmm. Right now we're dealing with a wall, and God. it's like, yeah. Are we really dealing with petty shit like this? Yeah. Can we talk about real shit? Yeah, it's a it's a commotion over something that's so irrelevant. The, but the things that do matter are ignored. God, you guys are still like the 
not you, and I don't mean you in terms of the whole country, right. but like you, you're still the only people who have like a global warming thing. Where it's again. Oh, you saw the tweet about whamming, global oh, whamming. Oh my god! Yes, I. Yeah. You know what? I don't give yeah. a fuck if Trump's the president. That, that's fine. But at least spell your tweets right if you're yeah. going to embarrass us. <laughs> like, don't make it that bad. It's just like Christ. You, oh, we know man. you're a jackass, but like. Come on. Come on. The spell check on your phone. Your phone should autocorrect. I don't understand what the deal is. Yeah. Google. Ki- I am illiterate as fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't. Re- I don't read. But guess what? No one getting your text knows that. Right. Because everything's the, still that's spelled. That's the point. That's the point. when you see that little red line, you're like, oh, something ain't right with that word. Uh-huh. No, no, no. It's just like. He's misspelling things so badly that I feel like sometimes that red line doesn't even come up. Can you imagine what his... I would love to take Donald Trump's iPhone and look at, like, the autocorrect thing of all the words that have been made up yeah. and not getting corrected in his phone. Because, you know, when, you're, when you, like, type the same thing over and over and over your phone, you're like, okay, this is a real world. We're going to save this oh, automatically. Yeah. Maybe it's a name. Clearly, there's a lot of words that are just... There. The autocorrect yeah. just gave up. It was like, nah, we're done. He's had multiple words misspelled <laughs> similar. That, that are exactly the same misspellings. That could be the case. Where the spelling is... The same word, but he just misspelled it the same way in two different tweets. So I assume that they, the actual phone thinks that must be a word. We're just not going to correct it anymore. I honestly thought, it, I remember growing up as a kid in California, and it was when Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor. And that was like mm-hmm. a, I didn't, we didn't know whether to be like proud or confused, but it kind of just felt okay. That he, was, was that, he, was he Republican? Uh, yes. Right. Um, I believe, so. yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a Republican. But back, Republican back then could still. But it be just like, didn't. It didn't matter. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, okay, he's an immigrant. He's you know, he's obviously for taxes. That's why he's Republican. Like I get it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's why I feel most people are Republicans. Is maybe that's an ignorant statement, but I feel like it, it generally is, is either because of education, abortion, or taxes. Like that's, mm-hmm. or if you're religious, whatever. Yeah. But well, I think religion feeds into the. That's the only thing about Democrats. It's always, ugh, it's like, can y'all get some better tax ideas over here? Because I'm already paying a lot. And this bitch still sucks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Um, I feel like um, America, America politically is divided along very particular lines between parties, too. There's not many people who have the same, who think the same way on two different parties. I feel you can tell someone's thoughts on three issues and know if they're Democrat or Republican very easily here. Um, and I think that's part of the problem is I think that people try to ask people ask questions to try to figure out are you one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe this is just like wishful thinking, but probably is. Yeah. I I have genuinely always kind of believed that most people are in the middle. Like I don't consider myself one or the other because I mean, like in the last election. I, I was very much 50-50. Right, okay. Um, I, like, like During the presidential election, I did that thing of like, um, who should I vote for? Mm-hmm. And it's like a like a long quiz test that asks you every issue, you know, what okay, side yeah. of the moral pendulum yeah. you're on. And then the first time I took it, I actually was with Hillary. Yeah. And then, um, but it, I was like 51% Democratic. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of other issues that I was... You know, it, it it literally went from like Democrat 
Republican, and then also it was like two issues. I don't remember what they were, but I was I ended up voting like Libertarian or something. Right. Okay. Um, and so I feel like most people below picking the president side of things, they're kind of half half. Okay. At least I I hope so. But when it comes to like the main dude, you kind of do get pigeonholed with whoever you vote for because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, you voted for Trump, you're a Republican. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, there was a lot of people that voted for Hillary that they're not Democratic. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. We only we don't get any options over here. When I went to, I went to Oslo, they're like, we have 12 different political parties. I'm like, 12? I mean, in the, in the that's, U- a, that's incredible. In the UK, we have... It's actually very similar in the UK. You have the Tory party, which is the conservative party. So, similar kind of taxes, mm-hmm. financial, like, that's normally those kind of people and you have the labor party which is very kind of a democratic almost a democratic party um but conservative here and conservative there i mean entirely two different things do they though i feel like now they're kind of it's just not that i mean i feel like now we're kind of similar in a lot of ways well we could dial delve into brexit that happened three months before three months before the election it was june june 2016 right we could blame for a lot of shit i'm like "Mm, y'all fucked up first (laughs) yeah we did well god yeah, the fucked up thing with Brexit is that the people who voted for are the people that are going to suffer the most from it, and they were promised that they weren't going to. Um, I feel like I'm maybe off though. Like I, I haven't so, dove into the topic, but I feel like I've been reading or seeing headlines about they're like repealing it or they're taking it back and everything's cool that's, now. Or- um, so there's a specific date. Um, God, is I think it's in March. I can't remember. Um, where if no deal is done, it's. Unless they stop and say we're not going to do this, which by the way they should do, because this is the biggest mistake. This is like the biggest decision in Britain's history, and I apologize if I offend anyone. Dumbass people voted for it. Gullible people, Mm -hmm. promises that were so obviously not true, but they believed them because they wanted to. They wanted the same thing with Trump. They wanted to throw a bomb. Right. They wanted to like show people that my vote matters. So I'm going to do this and disrupt everything. But unfortunately, the rich financial people in London who wanted to stay in the EU, they're not really affected by the fact that they're going out of the EU. They still have a shit ton of money. They're still banks. They're still right. the stock market. But people who have like very low... A lot of people work in factories voted to leave. Mm-hmm. Those jobs are entirely dependent on you being able to sell those goods to Europe. Right. Okay, every trade deal that Britain has is via the via the EU. Mm-hmm. So if you leave it, you have no trade deals. And you're not allowed to negotiate them until you leave. Which means all these factories... Are immediately done. Gone. Overnight. Overnight. You can't sell any goods. And A lot it would of take co- months, if not years, to renegotiate that. I believe Canada has been negotiating a deal with the EU for 12 years. Something around that. Still hasn't got it. Still hasn't got it yet. Wow. So London will be fine because it's the financial, it's still going to be the financial capital of Europe. They're still, they're very, it was so, they wanted to remain, like their percentages was like way high to stay. And the, the, the mayor of the town is like, yeah, we're still open for business. Like we'll make, we'll make regulation changes or whatever to keep this going. But like the people who are like barely, who are like on that kind of lower wage vibe, Mm -hmm. Man, their life is going to get so hard. Because immediately all these industry jobs will just grind to a halt. Fuck. 
Yeah. And is it, you could even look, I'm, okay, so I'm, as I mentioned in the previous episode, type 1 diabetic. Right. The insulin I get is from Europe. Mm-hmm. So once the no deal happens, no more insulin is probably going to come to the UK. Oh, wow. We have to negotiate a deal real quick to fix that issue. Hence, one of the reasons I'm going back to the UK uh, to get more insulin before the deal. Oh, got it. Wow. Yeah. Shit. And every hospital gets all their stuff from through the EU, through trade deals. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. And they could just be like, you know what, guys? Y'all fucked up. You guys are all fucking dumb. I know this is a democracy, but right. you're, you've, we fucked everything up here. Which could happen. Mm. It could be a thing. It, Yeah, it could be a thing. But time is running out for that. Shit, so this really does affect you. So I mean, it I, affects me on like a very real, real health level. Um, I'm sure they'll figure something out for it, but I also live in London, so it's to a degree. I mean, I'm not going to be right that different. People are still going to come to London. Tourists are still going to come to London. There's still going to be lots of money in London. There's lots of businesses in London. Um, but I mean, when people go to the UK from abroad, they normally just go to London. Like people don't normally travel that much in the UK. Yeah, I don't honestly know of another city. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's like where is Gla- Glassbury? I, I fucked up. Do you know what I loved every second of that? That wasn't me. You, you just like you said Gla- uh, Glassbury. Like, 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 yeah, it's like too hot. Like, like one with a G up there. In the <laughs> um, God. Yeah, so it's a it's like a real it's a it's a real kind of nightmare situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just dumb. That's another. That's the thing with the with some of the Trump stuff too. It's like this is this feels so childish. Right. True. And that's the word I'd use for it. It just feels like pettiness, child, like very childish behavior. Even watching him and Nancy go back and forth, I'm like, are we seriously doing this right now? Yeah. I enjoy the shade just from an entertainment perspective, but I'm like, y'all are motherfucking running the world right now. Can we Mm -hmm. act like an adult? Like, yeah. Don't give people in the Oval Office mcdonald's bitch like oh god that that was god. that was um how sad are we like you see the photograph of him the official <sighs> photograph for that for that dinner and it's every bad it's yeah. every kind of stereotypical view of america at this moment in one photo right it's trump it's fast food it's kind of just it's cheap just convenient cheap. and trashy oh god you said it d- 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 yeah own it like yeah this is cheap, convenient, trashy. And this is the thing: is like I remember, I remember. I just went to um, a dinner with a friend of mine the other day right. from Louisiana, and um, holy shit, dude! It was. I have never been so awkward in my whole. I'm. I'm not really a person that gets awkward. Like you know me. Like I don't. It's not yeah, really a thing. for sure. The shit that was coming out of his mouth was just. Un, like mind blowing, unbelievable! Like just the most racist. Was he just in town, or he doesn't live here? Or no, he lives in Louisiana, and oh, okay. it, it just—it was just so. Honestly, I began to realize I'm like I, I I was like this when I first got to California for sure. Just living in that mentality, mm-hmm. I was you adapt to it very quickly, and you're just like, oh my god! Like they think this is—it's almost like a moment of pride for them. Like, oh yeah, he's just a good old boy, and I'm like. No, bro. Um, 
we don't really want this photograph being the representation of our country yeah. with uh, some McDonald's fries and some nuggets sitting in front of our president. Yeah. That's not the look. That's yeah. nah, 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 nah. You don't see the Queen of England with <laughs> a pair of like Nando's chicken sitting in front of her. No. That's honestly incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. No, That's it's a like great thing, on yeah. a silver platter yeah. with a butler wearing some gloves. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Royalty. That's the look. Strong power. We got our shit It's together. a mood. It's a mood. And he sets the mood for the country. He set the mood with chicken nuggets. I'm like, this is shit that I eat when I'm drunk and fucked mm-hmm. up, dog. Like this, this is like a this is a two AM thing you do. Right. We don't we don't eat McDonald's sober. Who does that? Yeah. Nah. That maybe and, and when maybe, we do eat yeah. McDonald's, we don't talk about it. It's no, like, it's it's private. It's like private. in the sixties. Like, no, 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 we hid that shit. No, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we get rid of that evidence quick. Right, right. Yeah. I feel like that's maybe that maybe that's the photo that sums up the last two years. Oh God. If you could put it in one funny photo, probably that. I mean You're the one that would know better than me because you're not from here, so Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um God, I I wonder what America is like in four years, halfway through the next presidency. Honestly, this Very, last two years has felt like four years. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm like, okay, this is just not going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, do you have a confidence going forward, or is it, or is it purely based on when do the people, when do, when do the older generation? I, in this moment, I have zero confidence. Right, and. Two reasons, I think. I well, I think the first reason is there's not a good candidate. There's not a good candidate to run against him. Like I haven't seen anyone. Right. But I'm like, oh yeah, they have a shot. Like people are like, oh Joe Biden, Joe Biden. But like, I don't, I don't remember ever seeing Joe Biden debate or anything. So I don't really know how good he is. I feel like sense. I feel like the only candidate I've seen that I think would be great is the Texas guy, or the guy who the lost Texas by one. like. The um the white dude that's like that Beyonce liked yeah him yeah. Obedo no but like he what was his name? like Beto O'Rourke like, big ass oh Jesus here we go well what I'll say that he almost won Texas which is almost impressive for like a Democrat that's what I mean election uh, my is. my only like faith God, in this next, next election is he didn't win the popular okay yeah and I think most of America regardless of what side he won is like. We're getting him out. Yes. So as long as the Democrats don't fuck anything up and throw a random option in the game to split the vote, we should be fine. Yeah. I'm also kind of glad that young people started voting. That's a good move. That was an important thing that happened. Yeah, because we looked up at our parents and were like, in the midterms. Jesus, are you serious? Do we have to get and go out and vote? (laughs) Like, goddamn. (laughs) We thought y'all had this in the bag, bro. We didn't think y'all were going to screw it up this bad. Let, okay, let me just tell you, everyone who is listening, there is a valuable lesson that I learned in 2018, and it is the concept of everything and nothing. I talked about this on my Instagram a while back, and there's really this thing as an adult that I've kind of come into this this vein of looking out for what this looks like what it sounds like, mm-hmm. who these people are. Yeah. And they're people that can talk a lot. They're people that can say a lot of things. They're people that, you know, they can fill the empty spaces. But what are they actually saying at the end of the day? Nothing. 
It's the people that like when you're hanging out and you're talking with them, and yeah. as soon as you walk away, you go, "What did we even? What what the fuck did they even say?" Nothing adds up at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you're with someone. Oh, I've, I've met so many people over the years like this, and now I've really like mastered it. Mm-hmm. It's the people that like when you're with them, that's like, oh yeah, 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 okay, okay. And as soon as you walk away, you're like, this shit don't add up. Yeah, some something's not right here, and that is the just the epitome of Trump. Like you, you listen to him. There's no, there's and no. He's not w- saying anything. Yeah, there's no weight. There's no. It's all words. I mean, sometimes it doesn't even like. Right. as like a sentence but like there's no actual point everything and nothing yeah and that speech was just you know the, it was the, the epitome speech of giving yeah. the the government shutdown like oh, okay you know we've come to you didn't come to anything you didn't come to any fucking conclusion you didn't come to any terms or deals or anything you just wasted everyone's time for 31 fucking days on a problem that you created yeah. and then you give a speech as you know we're making progress we're making progress no what? we ain't no we ain't you didn't give facts you didn't give data you didn't give agreement terms you didn't give anything I feel like giving facts and data has been a permanent thing for about two years Right, it's all it's all narrative. It's and all messaging. peanuts. Yeah, oh god, it's peanuts. Yeah. It's peanuts in comparison. What we do. we're going to give billions and billions of dollars in trade yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. How? How the fuck are you going to do that? Yeah. Can we talk about these things? Because no one can figure it out. So clearly, god, I forgot that you guys are now in a trade war with China. Right. Which for no real reason. No, right. Like, it's all about tariffs. We and- know. We know. They they fucking own us. We know. We don't care. We don't want to make that shit. Yeah. Let let them. It's great. If, if they want to build us iPhones for $3 an hour, great. I don't care. Yeah. That's a them problem. But you bring everything over here to America, jackass, it's going to cost 9,000 times more money. So let's think about. Yeah, let's think about it. Let's think before about we it. piss these people off. But that's all. But the, I'd say the phrase, let's think about it. I feel like nothing is thought of. Nothing. Everything's oh, reactionary. Well, that's American culture in a whole, though. Is I mean reactionary. We just react in the moment. It's all fluff. yeah. I remember Carly the other day. She gets back from Milan and she was just like, she, you know, she's over in Milan. She experienced Fashion Week and culture and just mm-hmm. you know, seeing all these things, experiencing a whole new world. Yeah. And she goes, then I get back to America and I land, and the only thing people are talking about is a fucking egg on the internet and a ten-year challenge. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, God. but America is very isolated in that way. There's not a real world outside of America. I think Europe and Europe is very different in that way. There's so many countries and cultures so close by, and America right. isn't a big place all by itself with 50 different versions of itself within its border. Well, the difference is, is like we try to act like we're all the same here, and we try to act like there's equality instead of just calling a spade a fucking spade and a heart a heart and going. We are not the same people. We might all speak English, bro, but yeah, we ain't the same. You go down to Mississippi, and then you go over to New York City. Those are two totally different countries. Yeah. Totally different countries. So, whereas Europe, it's like, no, I'm French, bitch. I'm not a fucking German. Like, there is, yeah. a, there is a pride in who they are, and that's yeah. great. It's beautiful. But let's not all... I feel like a beautiful thing that would happen is everyone just stop calling themselves Americans. I just call themselves by but, their state. Yeah, California. Call yourself by your state, because me as an as a Californian American, I am not a Louisiana person. 
Like, and that was one thing that everyone, that was, it's the hardest thing to explain when you grow up in California. And they're like, oh, what's it like out there? California is not a place. It's a way of life. It's a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it is. Anyone can come to California and last two years. Yeah. But the reality is, is California demands two things. It demands that you know who you are mm-hmm. and that you know what you want. And yeah. if you don't know those two things, this place will eat you alive and spit you right back out. So people that leave after two years of being here, it's because their perception of what they thought California was was wrong. Mm-hmm. And they were disappointed and they left. Yeah. There are the people that last five years and, you know, they came here, they got what they wanted and they got out. They lived a better life. They got their career in order. You know, they did their San Francisco, their LA thing. They got their, you know, their logos, their labels and their resume. And they're like, all right, now I'm going to go back to, you know, Atlanta or wherever and build a real life, build a better life. Yeah. Um, And so, and they made their connections and they're doing well. Mm-hmm. And then the people that are here for 10 years, they're masters of their craft. Yeah. Usually they're the people that they're running in their industry. They're doing their thing. So when you start to see, you understand the difference between those three levels, you're like, this is the difference between people that understand what California is and what it's not. I have a question for you mm-hmm. to wrap things up to a degree. Okay. Where do you see American culture? We can do it in two years because that'll be election year. So in 2020, this time we have six months to go, whatever, seven months until the election, eight months, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where do you see America or where do you wish America to be at that point? I hope that America is like the chick that's been in a relationship for six years that realizes, fuck this, I don't need this bullshit anymore. I'm a bad bitch, let's move on. And we get sick and tired of being sick and tired and we start getting serious about things. We get this dumbass out of the office, we get someone that's got class, Mm Mm-hmm. Just let's just start there. Let's yeah. just have a president that has class. Yes. Okay. And you know we start doing things, but like as a whole, though, I just I don't know if America's truly done yet. And I think that's kind of where I'm also still, you know, in this in entertaining the possibility that he could win another election. I mean, there's a lot of he's going to be that. he's going to be up for re-election, like. Right. So he he will have a chance. Like, no matter what right. anyone says, that is still... And he has a base of people that will vote for him. Yeah, and I, I don't know much about, like... I don't know much about, like, the actual history of president terms. Right. But I, I, I believe that most presidents end up lasting two terms, like, especially in the last, like, 50 years. Right. So, you know, based on, like, that assumption... I mean, what do we have? We have Bush, Clinton... Everyone Obama, that I know, I think, did yeah. two terms. yeah. I think Reagan did two, Clinton did two, Bush did two, Obama did two. Yeah. So at least in my lifetime, it's always been two. For sure. So so if this follows that trend, then it would not be surprising. Right. This They're hasn't been to. a regular-ass presidency, but if that if that trend did continue, right, it's not out of the question. Like, no, of course. I mean, it is the question. Um, yeah. And then even from like a cultural perspective, I, I mean, we're, we're definitely in the generation of popularity over talent Mm -hmm. and so you know i think america deserved trump because that's who we are whether we want to admit it or not 
Trump was a harsh harsh reality in the mirror yeah to go oh fuck I, I i think that we're evolving i think that we're doing good things and i think there's hope to be said but um i think until there's like a really good candidate on the horizon on the opposite side i'm just kind of like oh, i don't really know where do you see within two years in two years um i i don't see it being that different to where we are now yeah, that's the yeah, same. And that's a very sad reality. Like it, it. We've had it. It's been a good, a good twelve months. A lot of people more active in politics, I guess, and they know more about what's going on because they kind of had to know now more mm. what's going on. So if that trend continues, then the voters are more educated, and then hopefully voting follows that. Like the more educated the voter, normally the more progressive the result is a usual thing. Right. So if that that would be great. But I think in two years, we're going to be scared to death of a second term. Anyways, moving on. Next week's fucking episode is going to be lit as shit. So tune in Monday. Right, we get to talk about our, our sexual escapades. We do indeed. The man behind Tumblr. It's going to be a treat. <laughs> oh, oh, I live for this shit. All right. Tune in next week, motherfuckers. Bye. Later. Bye.